podcast. I really hope you like it. My friends, I've got to tell you about a company that my wife Emily and I have fallen in love with this year. It's called Simply Earth. If you love essential oils or just want to make sure that the air in your home is toxin-free, then you're going to love this company as much as we do. But I don't want to just tell you about this by myself. I'm bringing in the woman who makes this house a home. Please welcome to the Matthew West Podcast, Mrs. Emily West. Hello. Emily, thanks for joining me. Sure. Hey, uh, let's talk about smells. Uh, what would you say I smell like? <laughs> They smell good. They smell great. Really? Mm-hmm. Guess what? Sucker, you got fooled. You got schooled. Simply Earth has made you believe that I smell good. But it's really their essential oils that are making our home smell wonderful. And you'll never discover what my real scent is. Do you know what it is? <laughs> no. It's feet. It's Doritos and feet. It's That's hot. what I smell like. A gym locker room. <laughs> but thanks to Simply Earth, our house smells awesome. It smells like lavender and Sunshine. happiness. Yeah. <laughs> Unicorns. <laughs> But more importantly, we know that our kids are breathing in some toxin-free air, which right now, it's super important. More than ever, isn't it? It really is, yeah. So every month we get this box from Simply Earth. You're actually holding one of the boxes, and each box has a different theme, right? What's mm-hmm. the theme of the one you're holding? This one's women's wellness. Women's wellness. That sounds delightful. And we get to put these recipes together. It's super fun. It's like a food subscription box, but... You don't, you don't want to eat what's in this box, right? Mm-hmm. It's more fun. We get to put the recipes together. We get to know that our air is going to be toxin-free. This company's amazing. It really is. You know, what I love most about Simply Earth, I'm going to buy essential oils regardless, but what I love about this is they give 13% of their profits back to fight human trafficking. So I figure, you know, that's a little thing I can do, support this company that supports human trafficking in order to make the world a better place. Yeah, we're going to buy essential oils somewhere. Mm-hmm. And if we know this company is changing the world and we can take part that that's a win-win so here's what you guys can do if you want to check this out and subscribe it's 39 bucks a month it's an awesome deal go to simplyearth.com slash west you're going to enter the code west and you're going to get a 20 dollars gift card with your first box when you subscribe today that's simplyearth.com slash west use the code west get your 20 dollars gift card make the air in your home toxin free hide your husband's feet <laughs> smell and change the world by ending human traffic trafficking. That's incredible. Thanks to Simply Earth for making all that happen. And thank you, Mrs. Emily West. You're welcome. Gobble, gobble. Welcome to the Matthew West Podcast. What's up, everybody? I'm your host, and as my wife would say, the biggest turkey of them all, Matthew West. Thanks for joining me. This is going to be a fun show, a special Thanksgiving edition of the Matthew West Podcast. This is our first chance to have Thanksgiving with the podcast universe, so we hope it will be a special time for you. After all, this is your episode. If you've listened to the podcast for any amount of time, you might see how the flow of the show goes. At the end of every month, the final episode, the final Wednesday of every month is your show. It's a VIP Q&A. I turn the microphone around, I take your calls, your questions, your stories, and this month I asked you to call in and share what you're thankful for. It's good to count our blessings, count them one by one, just like the old hymn says, count your blessings and see what God has done. You guys have called the hotline like crazy, and we are going to have some fun. But first, I got to say thank you guys for showing me so much love on the new song, Thanksgiving song, Gobble, Gobble. Take a listen. Gobble, gobble one. Gobble, gobble two. Gobble, gobble me. Gobble, gobble you. Listen to me now. Gobble, gobble three. Gobble, gobble four. Now, you guys have been watching the video, you've been streaming the song, and I didn't realize that the world needed a Thanksgiving song so much. So I guess all I have to say is, you're welcome. You know, it was a brave decision for me to put on a turkey costume and my family all dressed up and we had a blast making that music video and you guys seem to enjoy it. So I got a lot of families sending me videos of their little kids dancing and singing to Gobble Gobble 1, Gobble Gobble 2, just like this one. Oh, my God. 
here's proof that God provides, okay? My tours have been canceled, and yet in dressing up like a turkey and doing this music video, I've discovered a new calling. I may not be able to stand on stage in front of thousands of people, but I am now available for your kid's birthday party. So be sure to call the podcast hotline if you'd like to book me for your birthday party. Of course, it's got to be less than eight kids. It's got to be socially distanced. (laughs) I'm going to be like the Wiggles. Remember the Wiggles or Barney the Dinosaur? That's my future. I have seen my future and the future is totally depressing. (laughs) But seriously, thank you for all the love on Gobble Gobble. I hope it gives you and your family a reason to laugh, a reason to smile, a reason to sing this Thanksgiving season. Also want to mention that I've added a click to donate button wherever you watch the video at YouTube or at Facebook. You can easily click to donate to make sure that somebody else has food on their table this Thanksgiving and through the holiday season. So be sure to check that out. It's an amazing organization. We support a ministry called Second Harvest Food Bank here in Nashville, but it's a nationwide and nationwide it's called Feeding America. So be sure to click that donate button. If you're thankful there's food on your table, make sure somebody else in need can have food on theirs. All right, last bit of information before we go to the phones and take your calls. I've got some exciting news. You ready? This is drum roll worthy. Ready? You remember Westfest this summer? You remember Westfall Fest in October? Did you think we'd leave you hanging in the holiday season? The answer, my friends, is no. Matthew Weston Family presents The Hope of Christmas, taking place on December 18th and 19th. We're actually doing four different airings, four different shows, so that you can find a time that works for you and your family. This is going to be an awesome time. My whole family is going to be part of the show. We've got some funny sketches planned. The band's going to be there. We're getting in the holiday spirit, and we're going to be remembering what Christmas is all about. You don't want to miss this, and I'm going to make sure that you don't miss it. Here's what you do. You're going to go to MatthewWest.com slash tour. That's MatthewWest.com slash tour. And when you purchase your ticket, you're going to get $5 off just for being a listener of this podcast. That's how much I love you. Enter the code WESTPOLE, not NORTHPOLE, WESTPOLE, when you go to MatthewWest.com slash tour, and you'll get $5 off so you can attend this special concert called The Hope of Christmas. It's going to be awesome. All right, let's take our first caller. Yeah, this is Jeanette from Indiana. I'm thankful for just being able to say, I love you, God, and thank you for everything that you do in my life every day. Thank you, Matthew West, for all you do to keep us on the straight and narrow. Thanks a lot. Bye. Thanks for the call, Jeanette from Indiana, and for kicking this off the right way. For our hearts to be reminded to say thank you, God. Thank you for all that you've done and all that you will do. It reminds me of the scripture in 1 Chronicles 16, 34. Give thanks to the Lord, for he is good. His love endures forever. Can I get an amen? Thanks, Jeanette. Hi, my name is Teresa, and I am from Waynesboro, Pennsylvania. And something I am very thankful for is my dog, Bella, who brings me such comfort and love all the time. Gobble, gobble. Gobble, gobble, Teresa. That's a sweet thing to be thankful for. It's funny, as I'm listening to your call, I'm sitting here in my studio working on the podcast, and guess who's keeping me company? My dog, Nick, is sound asleep in his comfy little bed. And a lot of people have asked, why did you name your dog Nick? It seems like such a human name. But the reason is because we brought Nick home on Christmas Eve. And so turns out our Nick is no saint, but still felt like a good name. So let us all give thanks for our furry pet companions, all the dogs out there. And you know what? I'm in a good mood. Even cats. Let's give thanks for cats, too. You know, something's happening inside me. I feel like my heart is growing two sizes. And it's not even Christmas. Thanks for the call. Hi, my name is Destiny Grogan. I am from Parisville, North Carolina. And I just wanted to come on here and say that I am thankful for God's faithfulness. I was adopted when I was a young girl. I've been in foster care for quite some time now. And God has always been faithful and stepped by my side. Every moment of every day, I have a great sister and hopefully one day a great mom and dad. They're looking to adopt me once again. I hope that your days are filled with blessings, and I love listening to you, Matthew West. Bye. Destiny, wow. Thank you for that call. 
It sounds like you already know this, but I'm going to encourage you all over again. God has a huge plan for your life. You know, I talk a lot about this from the stage that we all have some chapters of our stories that I describe as broken chapters. Now, sometimes we're going to have broken chapters of our story that we've written for ourselves by the choices that we've made. And then other times we're going to have broken chapters that are handed to us by other people, by choices other people made, right? Circumstances that were out of our control. Somebody has a broken chapter called abuse. Somebody has a broken chapter called being abandoned. Somebody has a broken chapter called a breakup, a relationship that didn't go well. We have these chapters that are handed to us and we don't know what to do with them, but here's the good news. And this is what destiny reminds us. God knows what he's doing. And there's still so much to be thankful for. And you can anticipate that God's going to use even the broken chapters and create something incredibly beautiful with your story. Destiny, I'm praying for you. I want you to call back to the hotline and keep me posted about your adoption story. It sounds like you know who the author of your story is. That is an awesome call. Thank you, sweetheart. My name is Ken with Kentucky Mojo from Owensboro, Kentucky. And I'm thankful that I have people in my life that care about me. I lost my family when I was pretty young and kind of spiraled through life. And I found God when I was concerned that nobody really cared about me. And he told me he did care about me and changed my life. So I'm thankful when I prayed that I just wanted somebody to love me. He said, hold on, I got just the person for you. And so... I just am really thankful for my wife and her family that have taken me on and made me one of their own, and uh, I'm thankful for the family that I do have. Have a great Thanksgiving. Appreciate the call, Ken. There it is again. Some of the broken chapters that are handed to us in our lives. What do we do with them? Hey, maybe we can take these last two callers lead and follow their lead and take the broken chapters that have been handed to us and dare to place them in the hands of a healing God and say, okay, now what, God? What do you want to do with my life? Ken, I loved how honestly you shared that you felt like you were spiraling through life, but then life changed when you began to turn to God and say, I need somebody to love me. I wonder if somebody else is listening to this podcast and you've been in your own way praying that same prayer. Well, here's my prayer for you, that you will feel God's love in such a real way, that you will feel his arms wrapped around you. The Bible says the Lord is close to the brokenhearted. God's love will change your life. It will change the direction and the trajectory of your life. And I believe this, I've seen it in my own life and Ken's story is proof that God will remind you that he is in control of your story by the people that he places in your story. Just like God provided an amazing wife to Ken, my prayer for you is that you will look to God first and foremost, that you will let his love change your life, and that you will let him lead you through your life, and you'll be able to see the people that he puts in your story along the way to love you and to point you towards the love of God. Ken, that is awesome. And by the way, Ken has a company. He mentioned Kentucky Mojo at the beginning of his call. What he does is he takes these old unwanted cigar boxes and turns them into the coolest pieces of art, but also musical instruments. He turns them into these killer cigar box ukuleles, and I am the proud owner of one. And I thought I recognized you, Ken, when you called. And I've got one displayed in my studio right now. So go to KentuckyMojo.com if you want to find a funky, cool gift this Christmas for a friend or a family member. Check it out. They're just awesome. That's all I'll say. Ken, thanks for the call today. Hi, my name is Justina Pitt. I am from Lovettsville, Virginia. And I am thankful that all my family is healthy this year for Thanksgiving. Gobble, gobble. Hi, Jeanette Springer. Lake Hills, Texas. I'm thankful for my family and for God bringing me to him through an illness of a child. It's been 17 years. So God bless you. Gobble, gobble. Happy Thanksgiving. Enjoy your family and friends. Hi, Matthew. My name's Michaela. I'm from Southern Maryland. I just want to say I am a huge fan. I love your music. You're one of my favorite Christian artists, and I hope one day I get to meet you. Since it's almost Thanksgiving, I'm really thankful for all of our frontline workers and all of my friends and family and just everyone out there who is surviving COVID-19. 
people who have lost people from COVID. I want them to know that they matter deeply to God, and your music is very inspiring. So I just want to say thank you. Bye. Hi, Matthew. My name is Ron. I'm from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. What I'm so thankful for is uh, I've been blessed by God for more time. I was diagnosed with cancer, and uh, he's really blessed me. I've had more time with my family. Thank you. Man, I love doing this podcast, and those calls are the reason why. Justina, Jeanette, Michaela, and Ron, all of you calling in to remind all of us that we have much to be thankful for. When it comes to the word health, you know, that's always mentioned around the Thanksgiving table. If your family is anything like mine, while we're eating dinner, we will take turns as a family, and everybody has to mention some things that they're thankful for. And health is always mentioned, but then quickly glossed over. In the year of 2020, may we not gloss over that, because here's the truth— Our health has been under attack, and I'm not just talking physical health, and maybe you can relate to me. At times, it's felt like emotional health, spiritual health, mental health, under attack, right? And then COVID-19 hits close to home, and your parents get diagnosed, and their recovery takes longer than they would have hoped and you would have hoped, and you're just praying that they will feel well enough to be joining us at the Thanksgiving table. Yeah, health. I'm thankful for that. And as Ron mentioned, thankful for time. Oh, man, what a powerful reminder that none of us are promised a single day. And may that thought alone drive us to live every single day with a sense of gratitude. Thank you, God. Thank you for this life. Thank you for the healthcare workers, the first responders. I mean, let's not forget the images that were on the news every minute earlier in 2020, and and even if they're not headline news right now, guess what? Doctors are still working overtime. Nurses are still working hours upon hours. Everyone on the front lines putting their own health at risk to take care of those in need. We have much to be thankful for, you guys, and I'm thankful for those callers to help us be mindful of it, to give thanks for health. Give thanks for time. You guys know the holidays are fast approaching. As I look back at the year of 2020, one of my parenting fails, and my wife and I have both agreed that we've probably allowed our kids to spend more time watching TV and more time on their devices than any other year. And as we turn our attention to the holidays, we've decided we want that to change because that trend could easily continue. We could sit in front of the TV and binge watch all day long. We want something more than that. Now, if you think it's impossible to get a kid to put down the cell phone or video game and do something that's good for their brain, you're wrong. It's possible. Let's talk about KiwiCo. KiwiCo delivers hands-on science and art projects for kids of all ages. Everything needed to spark curiosity and kindle creative thinking, which makes KiwiCo the perfect gift. If you have a child, grandchild, niece, nephew, or little cousin on your holiday list, you have to check out KiwiCo. With KiwiCo, Kids can engineer a walking robot, design a paint pendulum, conduct bubble chemistry experiments, and more, all from the comfort of home. Now, my youngest daughter, Delaney, she loves art, and we got the perfect KiwiCo project. I'm actually looking at the Tinkerzine right now. It's this cool magazine that walks you through. I feel like I'm actually getting smarter as I'm doing this project with my daughter, but in an effort to learn more about physics, we got to do this awesome spin art device. It is the coolest thing. My daughter and I I had a blast. Most importantly, she wasn't on a device. We're hanging out together, and guess what? Some pretty cool conversation comes up out of that. Quality time with my daughter, I am in. Now, your child can get super cool hands-on science, art, and geography projects delivered to their door every single month. While they might be unable to go to fun places for the holidays, you can gift them a whoa, that's awesome experience from KiwiCo. KiwiCo is redefining learning with hands-on projects that build confidence, creativity, and critical thinking skills. There's something for every kid or kid at heart at KiwiCo. Now listen, you can get 50% off your first month 
plus free shipping on any crate line with code WEST at KiwiCo. That's 50% off your first month at KIWICO.com. Use the promo code WEST. Don't waste the holidays. This is a great gift for any kid that you know needs a chance to turn the devices off and let their brain get a little bit smarter. (laughs) So not long ago on the podcast, we did a contest where you could enter to win to be a guest on the show. And we have picked a winner. You're about to hear from that winner. And it turns out this winner has a very powerful story that actually deals with the two topics we just talked about, health and time and the importance of setting a goal to win the day. Let's meet Lisa and her daughter, Becky. Ladies and gentlemen, virtual round of applause for Lisa (laughs) and Becky in Mount Horeb, Wisconsin. How are you guys doing today? We're doing great. Thank you. Where is Mount Horeb, Wisconsin, and is it on a mountain? It's about 20 miles west of Madison, located in the Driftless region of Wisconsin. What does that mean? So... (laughs) Supposedly, when the glaciers came through this area, it did not level the part of Wisconsin we live in. And so there are hills in this part of the state that do not exist in areas close by. Though Mount Horb is not a mountain, it is (laughs) hilly and beautiful. Mm -hmm. Now, these were the glaciers of the early 1990s. Is that right? Yeah, I'm sure. (laughs) I'm kidding. I'm kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it sounds beautiful. Lisa, I could listen to you talk all day. You've got that Midwestern accent that I grew up. You know, I grew up in Chicago. And I feel like it starts in Chicago. And then the further north you get, it gets stronger. (laughs) I can detect it. You're not quite Minnesota. No, no. <laughs> but even that no had a little, like, I can hear the Midwestern. I can hear the Wisconsin. It's coming it out. So I love Wisconsin. Have you ever been to one of my shows when I've traveled through the state? Yes, yes. I think the last one I was at was in Janesville or Madison. It was in a church. I was in the front row. I'm sure you remember. <laughs> I do remember that. That was amazing. How could I forget? And now what about your daughter, Becky? Becky, have you ever been to a show? I haven't. No. Okay. That's not cool. That's I'm cool. so sorry. We need to change <laughs> that. Yeah. <laughs> that's all right. Hey, we're on the podcast together, so I feel like we're all connected. Well, let's get to the real reason why you are on the show. Now, Lisa, you entered to win to be a part of this podcast. Remind me, what difficult task were you asked to do in order to win? Did you have to answer a question? Did you have to donate a million dollars to my ministry? What was it that earned you this prize? Well, all the above, plus just uh, entering my name. (laughs) That's it? Yeah, (laughs) entering my name. Wait, you didn't tell a story? No. No. No What? Really? Right. Oh my gosh, I didn't know that. But that's why I wanted to highlight that part of it, because one, that will tell all the listeners of the Matthew West podcast what top-notch screening we do here in order to choose our (laughs) guests. But two, because I feel like only the Lord could orchestrate something like this. And I'm so glad to have you part of this special Q&A episode and to be able to talk to you guys like this today. And I feel like our little time here together has a title from what I've gathered about your story. And I'm going to call our time together, Win the Day. Does that sound okay to you? (laughs) Yeah, that'd be great. And I'd love for you to share what the significance of that is. And I know it starts a few steps back from that, but uh, Lisa, you shared with me some pretty awesome things, really about some broken things that your daughter Becky has had to go through and uh, how the Lord has encouraged you both along the way. Yes. The story for me with my connection to Matthew West and your music starts back in the fall of 2010. And at that time, Becky had experienced a miscarriage. Following the miscarriage, she had some pain. And one night in the middle of the night, I got a phone call from her husband asking me if I could come over and watch their young son because he needed to take Becky into the emergency room. So I came over and waited word from them, and early the next morning, I received word that she had suffered an atopic pregnancy, and her Mm. tube had ruptured, and so she was headed into emergency surgery. She had the surgery and recovered well, and we thought everything was proceeding 
according to plan, when she received news about a week later that part of the biopsy had shown that there were some cancerous cells. So she had a rare cancer that none of us had ever heard of called gestational choriocarcinoma, and she was to undergo chemotherapy. From the time that diagnosis was received until the chemo started, there was about a week's period of time. And this particular cancer, if I recall correctly, how advanced it is depends on when the pregnancy was first diagnosed and when the cancer was discovered. We're still not sure to this day if she really had two miscarriages two months in a row or if it was one miscarriage Mm. and they just never fully discovered that. But either way, she needed to have a scan done, and the scan was going to tell us if the cancer had spread or not. And so that week's period of time when we were waiting was, for me, a very difficult period where I was very anxious, and she knew that. And she, early in the week, sent me a link to a song called Strong Enough. Mm. And that song I listened to, and music has always been something that's always ministered to my soul. And so as I listened to it, I just really felt called to pray and to meditate on the words of that song. So thank you. I know it was written for another mother and her children, but its meaning very clearly has held a very special spot in my heart as well. But anyways, that week's period of time as I found myself anxious or as I drove to work at that time, my commute was about a half an hour. And so I would listen to music on my way in. And then when I got to work, I would turn on a Christian station and listen to music. And every morning that week, the song Strong Enough was played. And it was just God's nudge to me saying, I got this, mom, I got this, we're going to be okay here. Um And then the day of the scan results was coming upon us. And that morning I was especially anxious. And so, and my drive in that morning, I listened and strong enough came on. And then when I got to work that morning, the station I was listening to, the radio hosts were doing something special and they had a guest in studio who happened to be named Matthew West. No kidding. And lo and behold, (laughs) they had you play a song and the song you played with your guitar was strong enough. And so Mm. I took that as the two by four from God over the head that, (laughs) okay, (laughs) trust me now. Wow. (laughs) So a few months after that, Thankfully, the chemotherapy was very successful. The cancer had not spread, and so we were grateful for those things. Mm. Six months after the initial treatment, Becky decided she wanted to get a tattoo to remind her of the baby she lost, and she was going to get the word shine tattooed on her wrist. And she said, Mom, I think you should get a tattoo as well. And Of course, I quickly responded, are you crazy? (laughs) (laughs) But through discussion, she said, I think you should get it, and I think you should get strong enough tattooed on your wrist. Oh, man. So we did. We went and we got tattoos together, and (laughs) sitting in this (laughs) tattoo parlor on a Saturday around noon, we had these (laughs) owners of this tattoo parlor looking at these two Um, women like, okay, what doesn't belong here? (laughs) That's awesome. Mom rolling up to the tattoo parlor. That's good. Mine was a script writing of Strong Enough, and they put it on my wrist, and they had it facing away from me. And the artist looked at me and he said, how does that look? I said, well, that looks good for most people, but I need to be able to read it. I am the one that needs the reminder on a daily basis. And so, no, you need to turn it around. And he did. That is awesome. Yeah. And you and me both, Lisa. I wrote that song because I need a reminder too. I am blown away by how... You just never know. I mean, when we put out messages of inspiration and encouragement to the world, you just never know how God might use it in somebody's life in a very meaningful and deep way. You don't know how much this means to me to hear this story. What's cool is what you guys are doing right here is now you're getting to be an encouragement to somebody else who's listening, because I guarantee you somebody else has just gotten a diagnosis that's listening to this podcast, or somebody's dealing with a health issue, or simply feeling like they're facing something bigger than them and needed to be reminded of what you just shared. 
that we all need those reminders, but the truth is that there is one God who is always with us. He's always trying to get our attention and remind us that we are not alone and we are strong enough when we place our faith in him. Now, Becky, you were declared cancer-free. Mm-hmm, I was. So you'd had two miscarriages, you've battled cancer, you're now declared cancer-free, and then you and your husband had been married for how long? You had a second child, right? Yeah, we were able to have another child after that, Lainey. She is six years old. And so when she, I think she was about two, Okay. my husband Darren started feeling ill. He was a big weightlifter, and so we thought he had thrown his back out lifting weights, which he had done before, but the okay. usual tricks just weren't quite working. So this was probably about four years ago. And it was kind of around the holidays. And I remember he spent a lot of the holidays on the couch and I was sort of resentful because I was like, okay, I'm like doing all the things, wrapping all the gifts, you know, doing all this. And you're like laying on the couch, like, what's up? It's like very uncharacteristic of him. And so finally, just after Christmas that year, it just was not getting better. So then he went into the doctor and they were pretty certain it was his gallbladder. He had lost a hundred pounds previously. And so they figured it was something to do with his gallbladder. And so they'd remove the gallbladder and Mm. his pain would be gone. And so he went to the doctor and it seemed so confident that that was what was going on that I actually stayed home with the kids that day. And they were just going to do an ultrasound and confirm it and like set the surgery for that Friday. And the appointment was taking forever. So he finally called and I picked up the phone and I was like, you know, what is going on? Like, I'm drowning in kids here. Like, what's up? He was super somber and said, you know, it's definitely not my gallbladder. It's either Hodgkin's lymphoma or testicular cancer, and they're going to call me back for another ultrasound. And after he finished that, you know, I don't remember a whole lot other than that he had to go because they were already ready for the next test. So I got off the phone and sort of like slumped against the ground, called my mom and my mom came and helped with the kids and I was off to the clinic and I pulled into the clinic parking lot just as he was coming out and he came in, sat down in the car and had the call from the doctor about the test results that it indeed was stage four testicular cancer. How long had you two been married at that point? Well, we grew up together, so I knew him since I was a kid. Wow, so like literally childhood sweethearts. Yeah, I mean, we didn't like date the whole time, obviously, but we were good friends and kind of back and forth like what most teens are. But we started dating right after high school. And so I think, I don't know how long we'd been married, like 10 or 11 years together for maybe like 15. Wasn't it your 10-year anniversary you celebrated? Oh, when he was in the hospital. When he was in the hospital. So like nine years. Yeah. Yeah. He battled testicular cancer for how long? About 15 months. He did four months of chemo, and we thought it was gone, and he went back in six weeks later for his checkup, and it was back, Mm. or maybe never even totally left. It's hard to say, but it was back with a vengeance. I mean, it was all over. It was lungs, brain, liver, lymph nodes. We threw everything we could at it, but it just wasn't enough. And so he battled for 15 months and passed away in 2018. So just 15 months later, he passes away at 33 years old. You've got two little kids, right, at that time? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I know your mom's around you. You had some good support around you. But, I mean, what's going through your mind as you're laying your husband to rest and dealing with the uncertain future ahead? I think my answer might surprise some people. And I mean it in the most kind and sincere way. And if people really like knew me and knew my heart, like maybe they would get it, maybe they wouldn't. And it's not for me to say, but when he was sick for those 15 months, it was really this slow undoing of him and slowly kind of fading. You know, he was sleeping more, he was in the hospital or he was gone. And so kind of daily without really noticing, I was sort of taking over the load over time. And his relationship with God just grew like crazy. I mean, he'd always had a strong faith, but I mean, it was just next level. And it spoke to so many people in our circle and their circles and just kind of expanded. It's so hard to watch someone you love suffer. I mean, it is torture. When the time started to come, which was pretty quickly, where it was just like, this just isn't going to end the way we had prayed or hoped for. When he passed, I remember a friend telling me, it's okay to feel joy. 
things had been heavy for so long and I had just been praying and pleading and begging and, you know, running around and so empty for so long that once I finally knew he was in a better place and that he wouldn't come back if he was given the choice. Like, he's good, you know, he's in heaven. I mean, like, that's the ultimate. It sort of opened up this freedom to be able to feel like lightness again. So it was like grief and relief, if that makes any sense. It makes total sense. And one of the reasons why it makes sense is because, one, everybody goes through these situations and we have different support around us and we deal with it differently. But most importantly, I mean, the Bible uses a term, joy unspeakable, Mm -hmm. you know, and it talks about peace that passes understanding. In other Mm -hmm. words, these are things that we can experience in moments where the world might look at it and say, you should be experiencing anything but, (laughs) right? It's the same way that Lisa was being able to reminded that she has strength even when she felt totally drained and not sure how to help carry her daughter through her own battle with cancer, right? Mm -hmm. So these are the things that God offers to us that the world will not understand. Joy in the middle of grieving, right? Peace Mm -hmm. in the middle of chaos and heartbreak. And it sounds like you got to experience that firsthand. Mm -hmm. One of the things that your husband would say throughout his 15-month battle with cancer, I loved this phrase, Mm -hmm. and I said at the beginning, this would maybe be the title of our conversation, and here's why, but talk about what he would say as a way of motivating maybe himself and others around him during his battle with cancer. Totally. So Darren was a big planner. Like everyone that knew him sort of joked around about how forward thinking he was and how he would throw out plans for years in advance. Like he was so goal oriented and really driven. Love that. And so that was just his essence. And early on in his diagnosis, he was struggling with that, right? Like I want to be goal oriented. I want to be motivated. I want to pursue these things, but some days I just can't. And so he was wrestling with that. And so he had some quiet time one day and he came back and was kind of like all lit up. And I'm like, what happened? (laughs) What kind of quiet time did you just have? And so he's like, you know, I was praying and just kind of wrestling with this with God and asking him, like, how am I supposed to be in this? Like, it's so uncertain. Everything's so unclear and fuzzy. Like, how am I supposed to be? And so he felt God just sort of speak over him, win the day, get up each day, no matter how you feel, like give me your best and take it 24 hours at a time because that's really all that you've been given. It's awesome. And do the best you can. So some days that was a walk around the block or just getting up out of bed and taking a shower. And other days it was, you know, a workout and and helping some of his clients and able to live relatively normal. And so it's just sort of the grace that you can gift yourself, you know, to get up, assess how you are and what you can do in these 24 hours and just surrender the rest to God. And wouldn't you say that, That message that the Lord put on your husband's heart, win the day, I mean, that's a message I need to hear in 2020 and a whole (laughs) lot of people right now. I mean, literally, we cannot plan for those of us who love to dream big. And it sounds like your husband was very futuristic in his thinking, as am I. But these seasons of life can be so frustrating because you know that all your plans are just completely have to be written with pencil. And you got to have that eraser handy because nothing is certain right now. And it reminds us really that nothing ever is. Right. That's why I was so excited when I started to hear a little bit more of your story. I was like, oh man, people need to hear Mm -hmm. that and need to be encouraged wherever they are right now. That's the goal. Win the day. And here's how you win the day. Just how Becky's husband did by spending time with the Lord, by surrendering his plans to God's plan and God's will, and then putting one foot in front of the other and asking God to show you how to win the day. And My prayer for our time together during this podcast was that this would just be another way that your husband, even though he's gone home to be with the Lord, that he gets to win the day today Mm -hmm. because somebody's going to be impacted by this Mm -hmm. and what you just shared, Lisa and Becky. Somebody's going to be impacted in a really powerful way, and they're going to leave this podcast interview inspired to go do the same, to win the day. And so I hope that fills up your heart with joy and peace today, just knowing that here comes another extension of your husband's legacy, and that's Mm -hmm. how God uses us. I believe that when we live our lives for Christ in this life, that when we go home to be with the Lord, our stories get to echo for all eternity. 
We know that this life on earth is temporary. We sometimes lose sight of how temporary it is until we hear stories like this. Mm -hmm. It maybe makes us uh, more grateful for the moments and the seconds and the hours and for the right now, for the chance to win the day. But when somebody lives their life the way that your husband lived his life, that legacy gets to echo for eternity. And it's still echoing here in this podcast. And speaking of podcasts, now, Becky, your mother is so proud of you. (laughs) I hope you know that. She wanted to make sure that I knew that you too have a podcast. And she audaciously wanted to make sure that I used my podcast to promote your podcast. And I thought, well, that's a pretty aggressive ask, but it's one I think I can handle. So for all the listeners of this podcast, you are forbidden to listen to Becky's podcast until after you listen to my episodes. Is there really a better marketing director than your own mom? I've made a whole career out of having my mom pounding the pavement for me, except I got a bone to pick with my mom because she doesn't even have a wrist tattoo with one of my song titles. So I'm a little let down by that, but you can pass her my number. Your podcast is actually called Win the Day, is that right? Yeah, it's Win the Day Productions. You inspire me in a big way, Becky, and Lisa, I know now why you are so proud of your daughter, and I want to encourage everybody listening to this to go dive deeper into Becky's story on Win the Day Productions. You know what? I'll post a link. This is how nice I am. I'm even going to post a link to your podcast from our podcast page. This is a Thanksgiving episode I want you to each just take a second and say what you're thankful for. Well, I would say, you know, outside the obvious, I'm thankful that we're able to practice a living faith every day. And I'm so grateful to be able to each day make a decision to wear Christ as a witness to others by what I'm saying, what I'm doing, what my attitude for the day might be. But above and beyond that, I'm just so very grateful for the family that is near and dear and that we're able to get together and support each other in unique ways. And of course, my immediate family is high on the list, but my church family and the community that we've been blessed with in church and actually locally through all that we've been through, the community outreach and support has been amazing as well. That's awesome. Becky, how about you? Yeah. Every year I take some like reflective quiet time and and praying and I ask God to sort of help me land on a word for the next year. And so about a year ago, last winter, I was praying and just sort of asking God to reveal a word for 2020 for me. And his word that I landed on was rest. And I laughed when I heard it because it's like single mom of two, (laughs) running a business. Like, are you kidding? Like, I live in my car. It's just like, it's a circus around here. And so, you know, it ends up turning out to have this pandemic to sort of shut things down. But just the rest that I've had like breathed into me to slow down and just really recharge has been something that I really needed and I'm actually really thankful for. And there again is another example of something that God offers us, even in moments where we think in our mind's eye or in the world's eye, there's no way you could experience rest with what you just described about your chaotic life, which by the way, you said you live in your car. Do we need to talk about how to get you? Was that a metaphorical? It was or? metaphorical. I mean, okay, just between just sports sure. and school and extra activities. Yeah. Okay. Because Wisconsin is not the place to be stuck in your car in the winter months. No. But there again, you know, that word rest, Jesus said, come unto me all who are weary and I will give you rest. So in the middle of your weariness, God's saying, no, I'm offering you this. And a lot of times it's a matter of what are we choosing to take on? What are we choosing to take hold of? The world's offering us chaos and craziness. And meanwhile, God is offering us rest and peace. What a great, awesome message, awesome reminder. I needed that today just to go, you know what? This is what the world's throwing at me, and yet this is what God's offering me. And we can experience joy and peace and uh, rest even in the middle of the chaos of 2020. We have much to be thankful for. I'll tell you what I'm thankful for. I'm thankful for Lisa jumping through all of those nearly impossible (laughs) hoops to be selected by simply entering her name. She wound up making this whole interview happen on the Matthew West podcast. So I'm thankful for Lisa. I'm thankful for Becky. Lisa, every time you look at that strong enough tattoo. Now, the only thing I always worry about, I've had people in the past that have come up to me at a show and they've gotten a tattoo with my lyrics on it. And I walk away flattered, but then 
I think to myself, when they're like 95 <laughs> and they look down at that tattoo, some people wind up regretting tattoos. I just hope you don't get to that point and go, Matthew West, you're, oh, I don't, I just don't want you to hate me for it. But uh, the symbolic significance of you having those two words, I want you to know that really touches my heart in all seriousness, just that reminder that God used that song to whisper the promise of his strength to right. you, to your daughter. I hope that message rings loud and clear in, in the lives of your children, Becky. My prayers are with you and your family. May you continue to feel rest and be surrounded by your family this holiday season. And thank you for letting me be a small part of your story. Thank you so much. It was an honor. Oh, that was so much fun. Congratulations to Lisa and her daughter, Becky, for winning the contest. So great to hear from them and what the Lord's done in their life. We're going to take a few more callers here, but first, I want to remind you about the special Christmas concert taking place live from my studio. Matthew West and Family presents The Hope of Christmas taking place December 18th and 19th. I mentioned it at the beginning of the show. Just one more reminder to go to matthewwest.com slash tour to get your tickets, the show's taking place on December 18th and 19th. There's four different shows so that you can find a time that works for you and your family. It's going to be an awesome night. And as a listener of the podcast, you get a $5 discount by using the code, not North Pole, but West Pole. Hey, Matthew, this is Brandon from Spokane, Washington. I am just thankful that we've been able to still meet with people over Zoom and other digital platforms this year, even though it hasn't looked like it normally does. God has provided for us in so many ways with that. So I'm just thankful for that this year. Double, double. Brandon from Spokane, Washington, thanks for the call. And you know what? It sounds kind of odd like to be thankful for that, but I'm on the same page as you because I have had, no joke, no exaggeration, some literally life-changing experiences on Zoom calls this year. And it's just been so amazing to connect with people in that way, to see each other's faces, even if we're not able to physically be with each other, you know? Kids talking to their grandparents. I got to be a part of like my college's graduation by singing the alma mater, like just really unique experiences that helped us still feel a little more connected, even if we're having to be separated with each other. So that's a really fun call and a good reminder of some different ways that the Lord has provided for us along the way. Thanks, Brandon. By the way, Spokane, Washington, one of the most beautiful places I've visited and a couple really good breakfast places there. When you go on tour, you get pretty good at finding the right spots to hit for a good meal. Mr. Matthew West, what's up? It's May Morgan Howell. I'm from Dothan, Alabama, and I'm actually a professional wakeboarder, and I just want to say that I attribute, like, all the success I've had, obviously, to God, but also just to your music and just your encouragement through your music is just absolutely inspiring, and I just want to thank you. Thank you, thank you from the bottom of my heart. You have just allowed me to, I feel like, grown to the Christian that I am today. So, my question for you is, what's a healthy way to be competitive as a Christian? Like, what's a healthy competition mindset for a Christian? Because, you know, as a professional athlete, I love to be competitive, but also sometimes I find it hard to do it in a healthy way. So, that's my question for you, Matthew. Thank you for everything. I appreciate you more than you know. Hope you have an awesome rest of your day. Peace. All right, Mary Morgan Howell. I'm going to Google your name and see what kind of videos come up of you on a wakeboard. Let's check this out here. What? Okay, I'm watching you on a wakeboard. This is unbelievable. How do you do this? Mary Morgan Howell training for the Pan Am Games. Okay, this is like triple, quadruple summer. So I don't even know what these moves are called, but I'm impressed. You're clearly at the top of your game. And I've never even gone wakeboarding once, so maybe you'll have to teach me. 
A great question, too, by the way, just in terms of competition. I'm not even sure that I have a great answer for that, but let me think about it in my own terms. You know, let's say getting nominated for a Grammy Award, right? That's a dream come true for me. And I remember I've gone to Los Angeles for the Grammy Awards several times. And you tell yourself, oh, this doesn't matter. It's just an honor to be nominated. And then they get close to announcing your category and you start to get a little nervous going, man, I kind of hope I win. But that sounds ridiculous. Why do I even care? This doesn't matter because I know what I'm doing has an eternal value. And therein lies the human condition. And then they call your name or they don't call your name. And if they don't call your name, you'd be lying if you said that you weren't just a little bit disappointed. Because why? Because you're human. I'm human. We all want to be the best that we can be. So I think the encouragement that I would give to you is an encouragement that I would give to a young artist or even to my daughters is to say that, look, my expectation of my daughters is not for them to become the greatest in whatever profession they choose. My prayer for them is that they become the greatest version of themselves, the one that God called them and put them on this earth to be. And so maybe the answer is this. It's less about who you're competing against and more about the competition to become the fullest version of God's designed plan for you, right? And so don't apologize for the way that you're wired. If you're competitive, if you've got that drive, God put that in you. It's when we get off track and we forget our relationship with the Lord that the things that can be used as positives turn into a negative and they can throw us off track or in your case, off your wakeboard. <laughs> Sorry, I had to do it. So just be reminded that it's less about who you're competing against and more about who God created you to be how he wired you, and then setting your sights on pleasing one and one only, an audience of one, whether you're on your wakeboard or whether I'm on stage, whatever it is, may you seek to get the approval of the one who made you and know that he is so proud of you, Mary Morgan Howell. He loves you and he has great plans for you. And now I've got a professional wakeboarder that I'm going to cheer for. So I'm going to cheer for you right now. (sighs) Mary Morgan Howell. Thanks for the call. Hi, my name is Elizabeth Holtels. I'm from Silverville, Ohio. And one of the things that I am thankful for this year is knowing that God is in control and that I have my family and friends that I can talk to. Gobble, gobble one, gobble, gobble two, gobble, gobble me, and gobble, gobble you. Bye, Matthew. A beautiful rendition of Gobble Gobble, Elizabeth. Well done and well said. God is in control. All right, let's take another call. I think this is Becky. Becky, what's going on? Hello, Matthew West. My name is Becky Claypool, and I am from Indiana. And I am calling to tell you what I'm thankful for this holiday season. I'm very extremely grateful for my family. Part of my testimony is we've been through a lot of rough times. I have a son who has special needs who had cancer and who is actually a cancer survivor. So I'm very thankful that every Thanksgiving we can get together because Thanksgiving a few years ago for me was very different. I'm also thankful for a God who sticks by me and who has been there for me even when I rejected him through those hard times. Last thing I'm thankful for is your music and all the people that have brought me together with you, the Facebook support group and the people I've met at various concerts and things like that. They really have changed my life. And to end this call, I would like to say, oh, my, my, put some turkey in my belly. Oh, my, my, with the cranberry jelly. Oh, my, my, come on and sing it with me. Happy Thanksgiving. Bye. Go, Becky. Go, Becky. (laughs) Good job. Hey, thanks for the call, Becky, from Indiana, and thanks for sharing what you're thankful for. It sounds like God has done some awesome things for your family. You also mentioned being thankful for the MW Support Group on Facebook. I didn't start that page. Somebody else did. Some of my most faithful supporters decided to start this page, and it has become such an awesome community. I go check out the page every week and love seeing what people are posting. Sometimes they're posting pictures of their favorite concerts they've been to or memories, but those people, man, on that support page have been so kind to me, and I definitely consider them some of my most faithful supporters and dear friends. So got to give a shout out to the MW Support Group on Facebook. Thank you, Becky, for calling them out and for calling the podcast. 
Okay, this might be the winner for the cutest call of the podcast episode. Hi, Nephew West. My name is Allison, and that's Mabel. We are from Nina, Wisconsin, and we are just calling to say hello. And in this crazy world, just wanted to share that I am very thankful for my daughter. She is amazing, and it took us seven years to get pregnant, and God has blessed us a million times over. Um, she was well worth the wait, but she is here. She's 20 months old now, and she is just a light in our lives, especially in this crazy world we live in right now. So just wanted to say hello. We love your music, and we love following you, and thank you for all that you do for us. Mabel, come here. Can you say turkey gobble gobble? Happy Thanksgiving. I mean, it doesn't get any cuter than that. What can you say? Happy Thanksgiving to you all the way in Wisconsin. Oh, sweet Mabel. What a blessing from God you are. That is awesome. There's a huge smile on my face right now. Thanks for listening to the podcast. This podcast is reaching audiences young and old. (laughs) Gobble, gobble. Hey, let's take one last call. And I think I recognize these voices. Hi, everyone. This is Joe and Sharon West, and we get the honor to call into our favorite podcast, the Matthew West Podcast. And we want to just say how thankful we are to God this Thanksgiving. We are so thankful that we have recovered from COVID, and we're thankful for all of your prayers. We are so thankful to God for our amazing family And we are so thankful for the peace of God that surrounds us all during these troubled times. I want to leave you with some of our favorite scripture, 1 Thessalonians 5, 16 and 17. Rejoice in the Lord always, pray without ceasing, and everything give thanks, for this is the will of God concerning us. And gobble, gobble, gobble. gobble. Oh, it's good to hear from Mom and Dad West and to hear a praise report, too. I'm so thankful that they are on the mend and feeling so much better than they have in recent weeks since testing positive for COVID-19. I know a lot of you follow me on Instagram at Matthew J. West or on my official Facebook page, and a lot of you probably join me Wednesday morning. We don't just release a podcast episode on Wednesdays, but we also do something called Quarantine Quiet Time, where we meet just for a few minutes at 9 Central on Instagram and Facebook, and we go live just to read prayer requests and hopefully to leave you with some encouragement. Normally, my dad or my mom will join me. But as they've been recovering from COVID, they've been unable to join me, and a lot of you have been praying. So what a great way to end our episode today with a praise report. I'm thankful that mom and dad will have a seat at the Thanksgiving table. I've never known my dad to miss a Thanksgiving meal, and he's not going to miss one this time. So feeling very thankful and blessed. Speaking of the Thanksgiving meal, a lot of you have seen the music video, and in the music video for Gobble Gobble, a food fight breaks out. Now, it might just look like a ridiculous music video, but there's actually a little family significance there. One of the stories my dad tells of my grandma, who's gone home to be with the Lord, but she gave birth to 10 kids, nine boys and one girl. Now, can you imagine what the Thanksgiving table would look like in those days with those kids growing up? But there was one year where grandma asked for somebody to pass the peas, and one of the boys actually threw a pea and it landed into grandma's iced tea. And that became a little bit of a tradition where over the years, if anybody said pass the peas, Grandma West would immediately cover and put her hand over her iced tea. And we would always get a big laugh out of it. So if you'll notice in the music video, the first item of food that I throw at my wife is the peas. So a little ode to Grandma West, who's home with Jesus now. But I'm thinking of my family, thinking of the ones who I'm going to get to be with, the ones who I unfortunately won't be connected with this Thanksgiving. I know you've all got a a story to tell. This Thanksgiving is going to look different. But I just want to thank you for allowing me and my family to be part of your Thanksgiving memory. Whether you're singing Gobble Gobble around the table, sending me a video of your kids dancing, or just being encouraged by this podcast, I hope you know this. And I'll leave you with this. You are not alone. You are loved by a God who made you, and he put you on this earth for a reason, and he has big plans for you. You may be in the middle of a broken chapter, a lonely chapter, a sick chapter, a chapter of financial stress, anxiety, fear. 
But I hope you know this, that whatever chapter you find yourself in the middle of, the author of your story is still writing, still working, and promises to bring about a beautiful picture of redemption in your life. I cherish these opportunities to be a voice of encouragement and positivity in your life, and I'd love to be able to send you a free weekly email devotional that my dad and I, our ministry is called Pop We. We send it out to thousands of people every week, free of charge, just as a reminder when you open your email to spend a little time with Jesus. If you'd like to receive that, I want to encourage you to go to the website, popwe.org, P-O-P-W-E.org. I'll also post a link on the podcast page at matthewwest.com slash podcast. Let us stay in touch with you. We'd love to send you those weekly devotionals. It's been a hard year, but God is good. Even when life's not good, he is faithful and he will bring us through. He's going to complete the good work that he's begun in your life, and I hope you know it. Give thanks for that. Count your blessings. Count them one by one. Count your blessings and see what God has done. And you can give thanks in advance for what you believe God is going to do. That's good stuff. Happy Thanksgiving, everyone. Gobble, gobble. I'll see you next week. Gobble, gobble. Gobble, gobble. Gobble, gobble. And gobble, gobble you. Gobble, gobble. Gobble, gobble. Gobble, gobble. gobble. I'm no singer, but I do love you. Gobble, gobble. Happy Thanksgiving. Gobble, gobble.